Now we need to talk about coconut oil, one of the most discussed and controversial um, oils ever found on earth, right? Some people say it's amazing, some people say it's, it's, it's not um, uh, sustainable, some other people love it, some other people hate it. Okay, we don't go into all of those uh, uh, debates. Uh, we try to uh, take some elements, uh, just putting the focus on how coconut oil is traditionally used for the health of pets, for the, eto, for the health of dogs, I should say, because most of the dogs also are not necessarily pets, but are also dogs in the street are also treated by volunteers and other people, uh, organizations, with the use of coconut oils. And you know, I've been spending a lot of time in Southeast Asia, I've been living a long time in Indonesia, Thailand, Malaysia, and, um, and also I'm collaborating with uh, uh, countries like uh, uh, India, so many places where free-ranging dogs are present and uh, if you haven't learned yet about free-ranging dogs you should absolutely check my program on the free-ranging dogs. It's a unique program that tells you everything about free-ranging dogs and really helps you in understanding about free-ranging dogs, right? But back on track, I was saying um, coconut oil is also very, very is a is it's a, like a jolly. You know when you play card and cards and you have the one, the two, the three, the eleven, the 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 the, the king and so on. But also you have the Joker, right? The Joker uh, card, right? Which you can use in multiple ways, right? And this is one. The coconut oil is. A case that reflects that possibility is like a joker substance it's a joker oil that you can use it in so many ways you can use it internally externally and I'm talking specifically about the usage that you can do of that oil for your dogs and for dogs that you may help in a kennel in a shelter or also on the street in some cases if you happen to live in those areas where there are free-ranging dogs where there are street dogs right Coconut oils, coconut oil is a very, very versatile, fungible uh, oil. It's an antibacterial, antifungal, and it has many, many other benefits, not to mention how useful that can be to support the health of our dogs or dogs from a, 
uh, as a skin uh, protector and as a fleece and uh, tick repellent also. And in fact, it has been anecdotally proven, I mean, by observation, by the experience of people, that uh, applying a certain amount, some coconut oil, on the skin, on the fur of dogs, that helps for the dog to get rid of fleas, ticks, and some other parasites. So what coconut oil should we use? Okay, of course is the, well, not of course, not everybody can, uh, may know that, but is the cold-pressed extra virgin coconut oil, right? Again, cold-pressed extra virgin coconut oil. Why that? Because it contains linoleic acid, right? It contains the substance that supports, that are responsible for killing, let's say, that are in charge for killing and fighting the parasites, right? And when you buy it, remember that, of course, if you, if you keep it, if you live in, a, in a, let's say, in a tropical country or you keep it in a warm room, the oil uh, appears to be um, liquid, uh, like, uh, for example, other oils, like, uh, for example, olive oils. But if, of course, uh, it remains transparent, so you, if you have it in a bottle, you can see through the bottle. But if you put it in, if you leave, if you happen to live in a colder weather, or if you put it in a colder room, it can, that oil can solidify, right? It becomes like solid, it becomes like a... a looks more like lard or like a, a, a solid sticky cream, right? And that's absolutely fine because it's, it's the oil itself that behaves differently according to the temperature it is put, right? It is um, safe, it is conserved, right? No problem at all. We typically happen to need it in a more liquid state so if we need it and it's solidified, it's just we warm up a little bit that oil, we leave it a little bit in the sun with, uh, in a glass, or we warm it up a little bit in our uh, kitchen, and then it liquefies straight away. So no problem at all on, on that regard. And I suggest you to warm it up a little bit to use it. It's, easy, it's, it's easier, it's, uh, you can handle it a bit uh, more more easily than just have it a little bit more solid when it's solidified, right? Because let's make, for example, that you want to spread some uh, coconut oil around your the, bo the body of your dog, right? If it's still uh, in that white, uh, sticky form, then it may not spread in a way that is uh, genuine, homogeneous, all around the body. It may still remain in some uh, pieces somewhere under the fur, right? If we warm it up a little bit and it becomes very oily, it's, it gets spread very well all around the body, all around the fur of your dog, right? So, and with that we are also introducing, we are already introducing what to do with this coconut oil. So that's the way to do it. When we, we take some of it, if it's liquid already, wonderful. If it's solidified, 
we warm it up a little bit, we leave it outside a little bit, for example, and it, until it becomes uh, uh, more liquid in an oily form, we spread around our hands and I'm doing it while, I, while I'm talking to you and I'm, I'm mimic, mimically uh, producing those gestures because I've been doing that so many times and while I'm describing it, I'm also repeating it with my physical action. That's always the case, often the case when I record and, and I talk to, to, to my friends and, 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 and people and clients. I, I, I do with my body what I'm saying. That may, may also have some <laughs> roots in my Italian origins, right? So, uh, but really, you take that oil, you put it in your hands, you spread all very well all around your hands and then you rub all around your dogs, provided that your dog likes that smell. In most of the cases, dogs do not, do not hate, do not, um, they are not intolerant towards this oil and in most of the cases they really like it, right? So we spread all around the body of your dog, the fur of your dog, which becomes a bit uh, oily, crazy, let's put it this way, but, uh, but in a pleasant way, we rub it all around, your dog is gonna like, like that. And of course, if, he, if the dog likes that too much, there is the possibility that your dog is gonna lick his body is gonna lick his fur, so we need to supervise a little bit that uh, right after we have been spreading the coconut oil around the body because the dog is gonna take away from his fur, he's gonna spend another, another the next half an hour, the next one hour licking himself or herself all around, right? No problem if, uh, in, in the sense that it's not gonna be harmful, typically it's, it's tolerated very well also because, you know, uh, coconut oil is uh, is used internally, as we've said. We don't talk about this right now, but is used internally, so it's not gonna be harmful per se. But if the dog is gonna spend compulsively the next one hour licking himself or herself, that's not something we're gonna like, right? We don't want that. That's not the target of our action, right? We want to make our dog support our dog in being more safe being safer uh, against uh, fleas and ticks so possibly we we put that oil on the body of our dog before we go out for example so the dog is gonna be busy with exploring the land exploring the wood exploring the bush exploring the river wherever we are gonna go exploring also just the backyard if that's where we are going to go right um, so um, we, that requires a little bit of uh, extra attention from us, so we spread all the, the oil around the body of our dog, or our furry friend, or our lovely companion, and we supervise a little bit right after, so we are sure that the dog is not gonna uh, ingest the oil. The other uh, problem that may happen is that uh, when a dog starts leaking himself or herself, it's not the oil per se, but it's the fur that comes with the oil by themselves leaking, right? So it, it, some dogs have been reported to uh, have a, accumulated a lot of fur in their stomach 
and that caused some problem because they were leaking a lot themselves in a period maybe where they were changing their fur or they were losing a lot of fur, right? Or maybe some dogs, they just lose continuously some fur, some, some uh, hair, right? So, and, and, and so that may become dangerous in that sense, not for the oil per se, but because of the fur that comes with this continuous leaking activity. So, I say again, supervise your dog when you put the oil all around the dog because it's so yummy for some dogs. They can spend half an hour after you've been spreading the, the, the fur around them, uh, the, the oil around their fur, licking themselves. So supervise that and actually the best way is to just do it right before going outside. So you do it, the, the, the dog is very relaxed, very happy, very wonderful scent around her or him because there is this coconut oil you also like it so you're also happy you go out you're gonna enjoy more the the walk the exploration of the environment knowing that you both are very uh, carry a very good scent and also you're more protected from fleas and ticks if you have a dog if you work with dogs if you love dogs and you are interested or passionate about natural care, you must go throughout this program. Fleas and ticks are an issue, a bad issue, no wonders about that, right? Not just they may come around our dog friend, but they can also colonize our space, apartment or villa, and this is really something we do not want. And hey, they can jump on humans too representing a critical threat to our own health and that of our family members. So, not just we want to prevent for fleas and ticks to show up, but we also want to know how to get rid of them if they happen to already be around. And we want to do that with natural remedies, using herbs, minerals, foods and essential oils, which we may already have at home or we can easily provide, prepare and apply quickly, inexpensively and with a great degree of efficacy. And all of that in full respect of the environment of our dog health and our own health. For we do that by using natural products. And here are some examples of what you learn in this program. What ticks and fleas do, how they work, how to identify them how to prevent for them to come around your dog, your place, and you keep them away, how to remove them, how to trap them, how to create those natural remedies with herbs, essential oils, foods, and minerals inexpensively and in respect of the environment, how to apply easily and with efficacy those formulas. And here are some examples of the products we will explore in this program. Coconut oil, wonderful, wonderful tea tree essential oil, fantastic rosemary, incredible diatomaceous herd, absolutely astonishing lavender essential oil and salt, who doesn't have salt at home, and much, much more. So if you care for your dog health, your health, your family members health, and your home health, if you care about the environment, if you are passionate or interested in natural remedies, if you want to save plenty of money 
by assembling your own formulas with products you may already have at home and apply them immediately. You must just jump on board now. Natural remedies are a treasure we need to value and rediscover. That is why here we put together science and hands-on experience and we combine everything with knowledge, care and passion. Look, this program is so easy to navigate, so straight to the point, so fun, so useful for every dog person dog parents or dog owners if you prefer, dog caretakers, dog sitter, dog worker, dog worker, dog carer, and so and so forth. And you have 30 days money back guarantee, so you have really nothing, nothing. Welcome, welcome on this podcast. Uh, Hey, hello, 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 here is Marco Adda, I am your host, and thank you, thank you for listening to this episode of In the Mouth of the Wolf podcast. This was a very exciting um, episode, uh, talking about coconut oil, and um, as an introduction, we want to have here for natural remedies for dogs and uh, people, not just for ticks and fleas, as we have been talking in this particular regard, but also for other um, type of types of uh, aid that natural remedies can provide to dog and people, dogs and people. So thank you for listening. I hope you appreciate this podcast, this episode in particular, but this podcast more in general. Please, please subscribe to the podcast. Please, please download this episode. Please, please share this episode and talk to your tribe about this podcast. And also, and additionally, please support this program and other programs by checking out my Patreon page. You will find the links in the description of the podcast or around the podcast page. And uh, by supporting the um, supporting me on Patreon, you will support... Um, all of my content creation process and also the animals I take care of. And believe me, I take care of many, many dogs all around the world, directly or indirectly, by consulting, by supporting people. I am always available 24-7. My God, what a life! Everywhere in the world, especially now that everything is online and remotely managed and so on. So please support me on Patreon or if you're more interested in in sponsoring, let's say, or mentoring a podcast episode, that's wonderful. That's wonderful too. It would be a wonderful way to give a voice to your ideas. We can discuss together an episode title and an episode, some, some contents that we may talk about. Um, within an episode, some topics, let's say, or one specific topic that you care about, so I can give voice to your interest, and you will be the mentor of that, right? The mentor, the, 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 the frontline supporter, and of course, if you wish, uh, you will be mentioned also and, uh, and appreciated publicly, so 
that would be really a way for you to give something to the community and also give space to your needs, to your wish of talking about some specific topics and also supporting me and the animals I take care. I really thank you for your attention. Please, please stay in touch. Get in touch also on social media. Thank you from Marco Ada. I am your host and I am really, really looking forward to get to get your attention again soon.